Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. What up? It's Tud. And I'm Obert. And uh, I hear, Tud, maybe you want to share with the class. Maybe you don't. I don't know. Trade secrets. No one knows. Uh, making some, some cake croutons over there. I am currently attempting to make cake croutons. Um, <laughs> live as we speak on this recording. Live live on this recording. Yeah, he, salads just weren't tasty enough for Tud. I was going to ask if you were trying to like set a record for like most calories in a salad ever. <laughs> I don't I don't know if cake would make the cut there. I would think I would just add like lard as like my dressing. Well, I assume that you use the lard in baking the cake for this to make the lard lard cake. No, croutons. lard lard dressing. Lard dressing. Lard dressing. lard dressing. Yes. But I guess what you can make the cake. lettuce with Cake. Now we're gonna replace, we're gonna replace the lettuce with cake. It's just a cake. Uh, I was thinking like potato chips. A cake like, with cake kind croutons. Of like roughage. Yeah, there we go. Um. Yes. Yeah, so I am currently trying to, to stale up some cake. I, I've learned <laughs> that this is the the most difficult thing to figure out because if you Google how to turn cake stale, all the results are how to you know take stale cake and make it either re-moist or what to do with stale cake. How to unstale a cake. Yeah, unstale, but, yeah. But nobody, nobody's ever asked the question. I think I'm the first one ever in the history of mankind. How do you make well, a we cake actually, stale? We actually heard this answer in Asheville when we were trying to cross the side, this, this crosswalk. There was a button that told you the answer when you hit it, how oh. to make a cake stale. Wait, he told you, he wait, told you wait. sternly. Wait. <laughs> That's what you got to do. Just wait. Well, I don't have time to wait, though. So I need this cake to be stale, like, now. Okay, but hang on. So why do you actually need a stale cake? So I am. Uh, so I entered uh, a homebrew competition from one of our favorite breweries on the podcast, Labyrinth. Uh, they're doing a okay. wort competition where they've provided me with seven gallons of wort. I then boiled that wort, added in some hops, um, boiled it for a whole hour, and then... Added in a, a shit ton more hops at the end via Whirlpool, and then added two different strands of yeast to uh, make it into beer. And now I want to add some cake and some fresh pineapple to make like a pineapple upside down cake IPA. Wow, that sounds okay. like a crazy beer. I know, I, right? I hope it's going to be good. I my only concern, I'm not, I'm not worried about winning. I just want it to be a, a drinkable beer. And if anybody's ever stuck fresh cake into water, <laughs> cake absorbs a lot of water. So, <laughs> my only thought process is to turn them is to turn the cake into take cake croutons. Which, if you ever stuck a crouton in water, it doesn't absorb as much water as a fresh piece of bread. So, my thought process is that cake croutons won't absorb as much water as normal cake. Hmm. It, have you considered trying waterlogged cake into the beer? I don't oh. want to add water. Hmm. Okay. What about it's good, like? It's tough. What if you take a, a really sucks. good beer? Yeah, take a really good beer, <laughs> and then you can infuse it. Had I have thought of this sooner, pineapple juice. I well, no, I'm gonna add fresh pineapples to the the beer. I I, I have that all ready to go. Yeah, but um, you, you soak it. You soak it in the pineapple juice. Boom, pineapple upside down cake. It's actually not the worst idea I've heard. Mm, yeah, I think Genius. my idea is you save some of the beer from this year. 
and then you could soak next year's cake in it. There you go. There you go. So then it's like every year you brew, you have a little bit of the last year's beer in it. If yeah. I would have thought of this sooner, I I would have found a way to make a stale cake and then thrown well, it. Well, you you would have wait. You you just be able to wait at that point. And then I would have. <laughs> I would have. Um, I would have thrown it into the boil. I would have thrown part of the okay. cake into the boil. But yeah, alas, here I am. And so, what do you get if you win? Um, there are prizes. Let me see if I have official prizes. Are first place, and this is first place for um judge brew or judge scoring. So there's a people's choice award, and there's judges that score, and the judges are just the people at the brewery. Um, first place is a hundred dollar gift card, an awesome trophy that they will custom make, and then they will brew your beer and put it on tap at Labyrinth. Okay. Cool. Uh, first runner up gets a $75 gift card and a pretty cool trophy. <laughs> Non-custom made. Right. right. Se- second runner up gets a $50 gift card and a cool trophy. And then People's Choice, you get a $50 gift card as well. And you get an epic high five. Oh, okay. All Man, right. People, Todd, if there's one thing I know about you, it's you, know what's, you know what the people like. <laughs> I, I hope so. I hope, you know, if I don't get the, the, the grand prize... I am hoping you just want the high five for the people's the people's prize. Yeah. Now there is a chance here, okay, that it could be the first ever drinking alone with friends beer made by a brewery, right? Yes, I have thought of this. Or if I win, what will I? Yeah. Name what's it? the name? Yeah. What's the name? What's the name? I don't know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I think you got to find out what it tastes like first. Mm. I think you, you can't name it. It's like you know, sometimes naming, you could naming a baby before it's born. Right, you gotta yeah. wait till you see it, and you're like, you're not a Timothy, you're, you're a, a Jeremy. Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, I think you should name your beer Timothy. <laughs> <laughs> but who knows? Timothy, my time. <laughs> who knows what what it comes out as though? People will be like, that... right? People will be like, what's with the name? I'll be like, don't worry about it. Have you well, have you seen? Well, have you listened to our podcast? Right. People right. name animals, you know, people name their pets human names. Why not name a beer a human name? I mean, <laughs> Hill Farmstead does that all the time. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. I don't think they have one named Timothy, though. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. You know, we have the power of untapped to check that. We do. We do. Yeah. Well, you also have to tell them, listen, because, I mean, I think you're shooing to win, honestly. But um, I think you have to coerce them into uh, canning two cans of this beer. That you can then send to, to two co-hosts. So. That is true. I don't know if they would turn on the can line for two cans of beer. I don't know if that's possible. But just like we'll take a crowler. Yeah, I'll take a crowler. Yeah, that that's perfect. There we go. How do I, how do I get you guys a crowler? The same way, just bigger box. All right. Yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. All right. So so but I'm looking I forward am, to this beer. Very excited. As I said, my my entire goal. I mean, I would like to win. But my ultimate goal is to just brew a drinkable beer that kind of tastes like cake, because I've, ne- you know, and an IPA, because I've never had a cake IPA, and I figured that might be fun. Now Chris wanted me to brew a brownie IPA. Yep, I have a name for it and everything. Um, but I thought that was a little too weird for for me. Wait, wait, you thought a brownie IPA, a two word name, two weird st- <laughs> word style, was. It was less weird than a pineapple upside down cake IPA. Yes. So the reason I, th- and I can, I can explain this. Okay. Have you had an IPA that tastes like pineapple? Sure. Yes. Have, have you had an IPA that has lactose in it? Yeah. Have you had an IPA that, t- that has vanilla in it? Yes. Yeah. 
Probably. Okay. Have you had an IPA that, you know, is tropical? Uh-huh. Okay. So how These far, are very leading questions. So how far of a stretch is it to add all those into one thing and maybe add a little bit of cake flavor versus trying to brew a, a beer that is historically tropical flavored with chocolate? <laughs> it sounds amazing, honestly. That's what I want. Now, I will give I will give you credit. Brownies probably do not absorb as much liquid as cake. Like I'm saying. You could you honestly could have put brownies in this one and no one would have known. Yeah, make it a uh, pineapple upside down brownie IPA. <laughs> this could be the cornerstone, okay? This like, you know, um and I'll what be if what if? Ted's not just inventing a new kind of beer. He's inventing a new kind of dessert while we're at it. <laughs> How epic would that be? Like, be what if pineapple awesome. upside down brownie is the best dessert? No one's ever tried it, though. True. True. That's true. I, I'm a, I listen, I'm, I can be your idea, man, all day. I will <laughs> say that <laughs> brownie stouts, brownie burner devices. <laughs> So the, Brownie pills. <laughs> Once we move beyond the bees, though, Chris is kind of running low on ideas. <laughs> so I did. So I was telling Orbert this uh, previously. I have. Do you know what we're gonna we're gonna wait till handles for that because I think that's gonna be my handle this week. Okay, croutons. Spoiler alert. <laughs> okay, well, if we're saving the rest of this for for the handles, I think that means it's time for us to start drinking. Yes. I'm so parched right now. (laughs) It's beer 30, and I'm thirsty. I've been working like a dog all week long, so maybe something cold won't hurt me. Because it's beer 30, and it's time to party. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Okay, so, uh, Todd, would you like to go first this week? I'm going to hand it off to Obert. You go first. Okay. Yeah, I'll I'd be happy to. All right. Well, I'm very excited about this beer that I have this week. It is from a brewery I don't see much of out here, but we talked back talked about way back, probably in the early double digits of this show, um, with their Teddy Roosevelt American Badass, and that's Meadowlark Brewing. This is their Magic Hobo Monkey, which <laughs> is a pineapple a upside name. down cake IPA. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Well, it's shit. Their... I guess I have to throw this beer out now. <laughs> it's their Juju Juicy IPA, which is says that has notes that are orange and tropical fruit. Um, it has a picture of a monkey that looks like a hobo with a green beard and one of those little bundles with a stick over his shoulder and a picture of an orange that says 8.2% ABV. Um, I talked about them. They used to be out of Sydney, Montana, which is a little tiny town near the North Dakota border. This says it's been, it's brewed and canned in Billings, Montana. So it seems like they're moving on up. Um, to so what, is, what is Billings like? Like maybe one more person the size of their town that they came from? Billings is the, the largest city in Montana. Right. So exactly uh, as I said. So that maybe they have three more people. Maybe. Maybe. But we'll find out. Let's see if, uh, how good a beer they can brew. I remember that I I think I had Teddy Roosevelt when I was in Montana. Oh yeah, and I don't remember liking it. I think it's a barley wine or like a strong wheat ale. So not for everybody. I I could see that being. It's not one that I think since I reviewed it, I probably have had it once or twice. But they're starting to can it now, mm. um, which I saw. They, we got this big shipment in from Meadowlark, including this 
Hobo Monkey, which is sorry, Magic Hobo Monkey. Um, what makes it magic? Me. I don't know. It's a good question. There's no like fun story about the the Hobo Monkey and what makes it magic, but I guess we it's up to our imaginations. That's a different brewery. Um, oh, imagination. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were talking about Magic Cat for a second. No, no. Uh, Listen, I got jokes. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so take a look at this beer. It looks like a hazy IPA. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, no, look at that. Oh. Uh, you'd, you'd be dead. I, I don't see anything. Yeah, yeah. no see headlights. Through it. No, no Zero headlights. headlights. Yeah. Um, on the nose, smells like a tropical IPA. What's, um? shoot, what's the Ballast Point? Yes. Ballast Point. Yep. They make the Sculpins, Sculpin, right? Yeah. Yeah. So this is kind of smells like, like one the of the grape, Ballast Point the sculpins. sculpins. Yeah. Those were a solid beer back in the day. I have not had one of those in years. No. Yeah. But it's a little danker, I would say, on the nose. They're manta ray. Spectacular. Anyways. Mm. Yeah. Always, I always like when I can describe a lesser known beer in terms of what it tastes like a more popular beer that pe- listeners might have had, just to give somebody an idea. Mm. But all right. I can't wait any longer. I'm going to dive right in. Cheers. Okay, way maltier than I would have guessed, just based on everything I've Hmm. described so far. Okay. I get a strong caramel malt flavor out of this right away, like before I get the hops. That's weird. Makes me wonder how long ago this was canned. Yeah, does it have have a date on it? 2019. That's what makes it magic. (laughs) The time traveling beer. I don't see a date. If there is one, it's under this sticker that they put over the barcode. Um, I noticed that's a thing in Montana. They like to put stickers over beer bark under beer labels. Yeah, this I've complained too about Marcus Foods and their giant ass stickers. I understand why you would want to put this barcode over the old barcode so you don't mix them up because this is specifically sold as a single, so it's a different price. Uh, but I don't yeah. know. We'll never know when it was canned. Um, Impossible you know, if one to of tell. You, if, if one of you could check on Untapped, and this might just be a brand new beer. I don't know if we can find out when it was created or anything like that. But, um, yeah, not getting super hoppy vibes from this. Hmm. Yeah, I'm getting, like I said, more cal- caramel malts, even a little bit of funkiness. Um, Tud used a good word today that I forgot, which was estery esters. It's got that, like, rot- rotting banana kind of uh belgiany vibe that sometimes we get not what i was expecting with a beer that was described as a juju juicy ipa and that looks like this right uh, has a nice picture of an orange on it i get very little if any of those citrus notes that you would want no not really any orange or tropical fruit this is very disappointing to me um i expect more from meadowlark it's it's not a terrible beer this is by no means a drain pour. I'm going to enjoy every one of these 16 ounces. But it's not the beer that's on this can, right? Right. It's. Um, I'm hoping that I just got a bad can or whatever, but I have to assume that they all taste like this. So this is the first one I've had. So Untap shows me that they've been producing this beer since uh, June 8th, 2021. Uh, okay. But you know, people have checked it in as recently as today. So it's less. So it's no more than like 370 days old. Correct. If you had an original, <laughs> if you had an original can, then it's about a year old. Yeah, but I don't think so. Like I said, this just showed up. They just started canning the Teddy Roosevelt. Um, you know, I haven't been. I've been on a beer buying hiatus since before our our Asheville trip. 
but I this was not in the stores a month ago. So I don't know why they would get old cans, but hey, stuff stuff happens. So like I said, conflicted about how to rate this beer because it is drinkable, it is good, but it's not the beer on the label. It's not a tropical, juicy IPA. So for me, that's only going to get a three and a quarter, unfortunately. Okay. Tough rating, but, you know, I need to I need to hold up my reputation as the hardest grader of the pod. The bad boy, so to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Simon Cowell to your Ruben Stuttered and what's her name? Paula Abdul. Paula Abdul. Um, it's not we'll leave it up Stuttered. to the listeners. It's, it's, uh, it's Randy Jackson. Yeah, Randy Jackson. Ruben Stuttered. Ruben Stuttered was a winner. A winner. Yeah. So yeah. yeah so yeah. which one of us is? The uh, that's for the listeners. Which, to which one of us is Trump? Paula Abdul? <laughs> the listeners now. The listeners yeah. now. Um, they could start a Discord poll if they, if they <laughs> want to know what the other listeners thought. But, um, but yeah, I'm the, the Simon Cowell in, <laughs> in this scenario. Well, so, yo, yo, dog, say your beer head. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Paul Abdul had a catchphrase, but uh... I think you just have to talk with a slurred voice. Fair, that's fair. No, you have to. Uh, did you give me a rating? Did I miss that through all your three two five three okay. two five? Maybe uh, you're the drug one. Maybe yo dog <laughs> yo. It's a no for me, dog. Yo, yo dog. <laughs> we're both Randy so, Jackson. <laughs> so if if there were five hundred and twenty two check ins, dog, what would you think the untapped diverse would rate this? Five twenty five, you said? Or five thirty five? Five two two. Dog. Five two two. Okay. I don't know. This is uh I'm not feeling good about my chances this week, boys. Um Dogs. It's okay, dog. <laughs> dogs. My fellow dogs. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Wait. Are we all I think now you're supposed ready to do Jackson? this with a cur- I think you're supposed to be doing this with a curmudgeony British accent. Now we're all <laughs> ready. Fair. I think we're all ready, Jackson. <laughs> Um, I don't think it's going to be that high. 3.59. Well, dog, that's a no for me, dog. Uh, it's a 3.90. Yeah, ouch. Uh, ouch. Ben, Ben, uh, untapped person, Ben, he quoted this as, it gave it a five and said, best double New England IPA I've ever tasted. Okay. Then, there you go. Uh, assuming Ben knows what he's talking about, I just got a bad can. <laughs> So the, the I mean, rest of them are not five. as glowing, are, are not as glowing, but they everybody seems to like it. Yeah, yeah. Well, just in case it's an off night for everybody, <laughs> you both have cocktails, whatever. I'm gonna put on my. What did I get? It was a point four one. Yeah. Yep. No, three one. Right. Three. You one. said three. Yeah. Three. Yeah. yeah. Three one. That's, three that's one, how three math one. works. Yeah. How does math do? Putting Dog. my point three one on the board. So okay, nice. You know, I shouldn't even say nice try. Good can art, Meadowlark, but um, <laughs> wish I had more positive things to say about you. I will try again next time. Maybe um, maybe if I have this beer on tap, I could give it a better rating. Maybe it is the best double New England IPA you've ever had, like Ben. That's not true. Maybe Ben doesn't know what he's talking about. In a that's world the of, option. In a world of Oberts, be a Ben. I'd rather be an Obert, but <laughs> fair enough. Okay, so Ted... What do you have for us this week? Yeah, so uh, this week I brought um, a beer that I've had in the past, but like years ago. I've not had it in a very, very long time. And it's Switchback Ale by Switchback Brewing Company nice. out of Burlington, Okay. Vermont. It's a classic. This yeah. is a classic. Um, it's a well-balanced reddish amber ale. In, you know, 
in pure new, uh, Vermont fashion, it says yeast sediment is normal before opening invert can and swirl to mix yeast back into the beer for best experience. This is a beer drinker's beer, if I yeah. remember correctly. Yes, this is a beer tasting beer. I think this is the first time we've had a beer tasting <laughs> beer on this podcast in a very long time. I also remember it weighing in around 9%. I remember it being pretty strong for like a beer beer. Well, let's find out. It's almost like I have the can in my hand. No, it does not say. This can does not have an ABV on it. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll confer with untapped. Yeah, same. Um, it is 100% naturally conditioned. It's 100%... 5% ABV. Okay, yeah. so good, solid, crushable summer beer. Um, it's 100% unfiltered and it's 100% Vermont made. So uh, let's dive in. I have... I think the last time I had Switchback, I had it in a bottle. So... Yeah. It's been a long they, time since I've had Switchback that now they can it. Yeah, they, they, they used to only bottle. And I remember... I've actually been to Switchback many eons ago, and they only had two beers on tap. <laughs> I forgot what it was. I forgot what the other one. It might have been just like a. It was like a red label or something. I don't remember exactly, but um, but yeah, we went to Switchback when we were up in Vermont a long time ago. I know now they have like green labels and blue label. This is blue. They had green labels and red labels. There's a gray label now. Like oh wow, I, I don't know what they're doing, but if this beer is as good as I remember it being, I'm gonna enjoy this beer. <laughs> light test shows that you know you'd be able to see something heading at you but you're you're not dodging anything right 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 it does show that as you know because it's an amber ale um it is darker it's probably about like an 11 on the srm scale maybe no like a eight or a nine on the srm scale um yeah. you know it's unfiltered definitely cannot see through it at all on the on the nose you do get a lot <laughs> I can't believe we're going to use this word twice in one podcast episode. You do get a lot of ester flavors because it's an amber. Um, it smells like a little like a red ale as well, which is delicious because I love red ales. And it's got pretty good head retention. I mean, it's weighing in at probably about a quarter of an inch head retention. So let's uh, let's see what it tastes like. Let's see if I love it as much as I remember loving it. Drinks a beer from the glass, but that's boring. That's boots, ooh, yeah. That's more likely to pouring. I have the German accent, and so of course I love beer. And how much can the boot hold? And if I drive, and if I drive here. Das Boot. So I still like this beer. It's a very good beer. Um, it, <laughs> it, it, it tastes like beer. Um, it tastes a little like a red ale. It's kind of got some of those those red ale notes to it. Um, it definitely has some of those those estery flavors, some of that like that rotting banana, like the slight Belgian flavors to it. But it just tastes like a normal standard ale. Like it's it's a solidly drinking ale that tastes better than most other ales you're going to be able to get. Um, it's like a thicker, breadier Bud Light. If I had to, okay. I, I would you say it's like a thicker, breadier Budweiser? Uh, Budweiser has a little bit too much sweetness. Okay. This is more dry. Yeah. Um. It's this. It's a different sweetness. Like Bud Light tastes like like kind of more like like artificially sweet. This kind of tastes like. And I can throw this back to to brewing. Um. Wort has a distinct smell, right? I mean, we can all agree that when you're brewing wort, the oatmeal that it makes has a distinct flavor to it or nose flavor to it this kind of tastes like what that what i would imagine that that should taste like if it was not sweet and full of sugars Mm -hmm. they did a good job like capturing that like that wort smell into the taste of a beer it tastes like liquid bread basically correct 
Yeah. Correct. I, I think for me, the closest beer, even though it's an ale, would be the uh, uh, Boston Lager, I think. Oh, is yeah. A good analogy. Okay. It's a good one. Of, you know. It's a again, better Boston Lager. Ale. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't had a Boston Lager in years. It's been a long time. Do they still make that? <laughs> <laughs> Probably th- not. Probably discontinued it. I think they still make it. I'm trying to find my list of... Uh... I would love to know if you looked at all of... Uh, Sam Adams beers by volume. We are on the list. Boston Lager is now in terms of how many they brew compared to some of their other more popular, like that they're hazy and stuff. True. It's gotta. It's still. It has to be top. Oh yeah. Top five. Easy. Like yeah. You know, there's some boomers out there that are loving their their uh, Boston Lager. And like the other ones I'm thinking of are like seasonal heavy hitters, like Sam Summer. I'm sure they do a lot of those or cold snap, which I personally love, but, um, but like I can only get it in the spring, you know? Like, right. So, so I brought up my, uh, flavor list. Oh God. Just cause, <laughs> just cause I was, I was kind of curious for more ways to describe it than the same he's, words that, he's, that Obert used. He's, he's putting estery on there right now. He's adding it. That's, I can tell you it's not on here. Oh no, it does say esters. That's in the corner. I already had it. So look, go me. <laughs> um, I would say that it is very malty. Um, it's it's it is very well balanced. It, it only weighs in at five percent. It does not drink like a five percent beer. Um, grainy, yes. Bread like, yes. Biscuity, definitely a little biscuity. Uh, not as much caramelly. A little a little more toffee flavored. <laughs> and the last word I think I would use to to describe it is I think there's you know I think from the esters I think it's a little bit like bubblegummy. Okay. Okay. Again, bubblegum, I just don't pick up in beer. I don't know. Maybe it's the beers I'm drinking. You know, I I wish that, uh, for not for the sake of the drinking alone part of this podcast, but I do wish that I could share more beers with you because I'd love to be like, this This is a bubblegum you want. Try this one. I would then, love it. I would love it, honestly. Yeah. You ever had Bazooka Joe? You're like, That's what you kind of taste in some beers. I, I don't get that flavor in any beers. Huh. Maybe I just maybe I just don't drink those beers that have the bubble gums. What? Well, so through my uh, brew, tangent here, through my brewing process of uh, <laughs> trying to figure out pineapple upside down cake and what I wanted it to taste like, I did learn that sometimes I have a hard time picking up pineapple in beer. Like to me, it doesn't quite taste like pineapple in your beer until it's until I've like forced it into the face into my face with more pineapple. Um, a lot of times, to, a Does lot it of times, it's more of like a star fruit flavor. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I learned it actually. To me, it comes through a little bit more bittery. Okay, I can um, see that. Yeah, so I for, can see that too. For pineapple, I get a lot of bitterness sometimes. So that's kind of why I was like, well, let's make a pineapple upside down cake IPA where I'm, I want to taste pineapple. I don't want to taste bitter pineapple. Um, but anyways, going back to this beer, I'm gonna I'm still a solid drinker. I'm gonna give it. A solid three seven five. It's a very good okay. ale. I would buy this. I you're like it's summer. I'm gonna buy this again and drink. I'm gonna drink a four pack this summer or multiple four packs this summer. Nice. It's a good good um good goal for you. So um I have it here. Believe it or not, there's quite a few ratings for it. Sixty two thousand two hundred and sixty four. Wow. So there's a few. There's a few. Um, also a rating by Tud. I want to talk about that. I want okay, to talk about okay. that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I want to hear uh, Tud's guess first. Oh yeah. No, we're not giving away one one out of the sixty two thousand scores. <laughs> that wouldn't be fair. <laughs> You'd be able to get it exactly every single time. Um. Hmm. I don't. I don't know. I mean, it's a lager, so or it's an ale. 
I mean, people. So it's not going to be a four. It's definitely below a four. Um, yeah. My question is: is is it a three seven five or is it a three five? And then where on that scale in between is it? So I'm I'm just going to say, I'm going to say it's closer to three seven five. So I'm going to say three six eight. You're close, but not. If it's three six nine and I didn't pick sixty nine, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah, that was a missed opportunity, but you would have been even further away. It's a three six three. Oh, so okay. not bad for sixty two thousand ratings. Not bad. That is a very high ale rating. Yeah, I mean it's not a bad beer. We've all had it. And now like, clearly, I thought it should have been higher because I gave it a three six eight, but I guess three six eight. But it is a that's a great it's a great ale. Well, is- I will say that that Tud five years and eleven months ago thought it was <laughs> even better beer. Did, well, what did I rate little, it? Little. Baby beer drinker Todd, in your beer infancy days, you gave it a four two five. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and you checked it in at I'm sorry, I'm not a degenerate uh, location, and you <laughs> also unlock your twenty fifth check in of a pale ale or American pale wheat with this check in. Well, okay, so you could tell it was back in your 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 infancy of checking in beers. Um, I, I want to know hilarious. where where is I'm sorry, I'm not a degenerate. Well, it said Windsor Locks, Connecticut. So okay, yeah, nice. So that was yeah. That must have been my that must have been my Windsor apartment. Probably. Where were you uh, living uh, in July of 2016? Win Windsor, either Windsor or South Windsor. Okay, <laughs> not <laughs> the docks, go. old Tud. But yeah, I know, right? There's any time travelers out there? You can try to find me out. now. Hey, yeah, that's yeah. my su- that's my superpower. That's right. <laughs> Now when uh, I'm applying for a credit card and it says, which one of these addresses are you most, <laughs> uh, have you lived at before? I know. Well, I know the town at least. I got you. <laughs> or maybe, I know one of the two towns. But <laughs> well, well, I'm happy that it has a, a good rating. Um, if yeah. You, if, listeners, if you have not tried this, I mean, maybe it's a 425. Did I have it? Does it say what I had it at it? Like, did I choose like bottle or I'm assuming it was in a bottle a, then? A picture of a bottle on your check-in. Okay. Well, if you could find it in a bottle, listeners, I'm sure that it's probably more closer to a 425 out of the bottle than it is Obvious. Yes, out of a obviously. can. That's what made the difference there. Right. So, um, Chris, can you beat me? Maybe. We'll find out. I mean, yes, obviously. Um, I have a heavy hitter tonight. Um, going last. Going last, I know, I know. I should have gone first, but I actually was okay with it because it gave it time to properly warm up, and I think this is going to be a big one too. Um, it's the Bourbon Barrel Aged Expedition Stout from Bell's Brewing. Oh. So um, it's a Russian Imperial Stout aged in bourbon barrels. So um, I, I, I like honestly, 13.4% right now is not what I w- want to have, but I'm doing it for you guys, and by that I you mean hear that, listeners. listeners? Yeah. I'm doing this for y'all, so so you're welcome. <laughs> Ooh, very boozy on the nose. Okay. Listeners, next time you try and peer pressure someone into drinking, remember that you just did it the last time we listened to this episode. <laughs> right. <laughs> the saving grace is it's only 12 ounces. Chris is also a time traveler and can feel the peer pressure from the future. Yeah, exactly. I know you guys were talking about me behind my back, about how I never drink 13.4% bur- barrel-aged stouts in the pod anymore. Um. So there it is, dark as night, as you can imagine. Well, I don't know. We have to do the light test to figure it out. That's true. That's true. We we don't know for sure how dark it is until the light test stays done. So here it is for y'all. Um, yep. One one BSRM. Like you are getting 
you, you're not seeing that coming at you. Yeah, you're annihilated. You're annihilated. Not an ounce of light went through. It was uh, one, it's like a it black. It's like a black hole. It's a black hole. Yeah, it's a black hole of of beer. Um, very strong, very strong boozy flavor on the nose. It smells good. I mean, I get a little bit of like almost like a chocolatey like reminiscence in in my uh, in my nostrils, but uh, I do get a lot of bourbon. I'm a little, I'm a little afraid of the bourbon right now. <laughs> I think I've seen this beer before, and I've just never picked it up. I don't think I've ever had it. Yeah, I don't know why it's it jumped out to me. I it, I think I got it from Ultimate Ales when I went one time. Um, it looks like a very I don't plain know, bottle. Yeah, it's just like it's just it's just yeah. I mean, it's got like a compass on it, and uh, or I guess no, is that a compass? That would it's not a compass. What's compass yeah, enough? It's like a compass yeah. rose. Yeah, um, and it just says Expedition Stout and like old timey. Uh, it's got like uh, almost like a map look to the to the label. Just plain yeah, you looking. would expect to dig up a treasure chest clue exactly. And be like, find this bottle there. <laughs> so um, here we go. We're gonna give it a shot. See how it is. Um, it should be plenty warm now. I took it out when we started recording, so should be plenty warm now. Let's see how it goes. Okay. All right. Okay. That's really good. Wow. Okay. Um, temperature wise, perfect. I think it's. I think it's exactly where I want it to be. Um, it is strong. It does have those like bourbon, like very heavy bourbon notes. Um, the alcohol is hidden relatively well. I mean, you can tell it's got some ABV to it, but it's not like blaringly just alcohol. I do get some some like nice sweetness from like like chocolate sweetness almost. Um, it might be the Russian uh, Imperial Stout working with the barrels, um, but it's like really, really, it's really, really good. Like s- surprisingly smooth. Um, you know, drinks. It's you can tell it's a little heavy, but like it does drink very nice. It's got it starts off. It hits you with some of the bourbon. Then you get some of these like this nice mix of like those like those dark malts and the bourbon mixing together, having a nice little play around. Get you some chocolate. Um, you get stung a little bit with the uh, with the thirteen point four percent, but not too bad. And then it finishes off nice and like just it leaves like a nice um, almost like almost like a coffee aftertaste in your mouth at the end. Um, very very good. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I don't think there's any esters in this though, so I, I feel like I'm the only est- I'm the esterless one in the, po- of the pod tonight. <laughs> you, so. you did ask before the podcast if there was a theme today to today's podcast. Well, you stumbled upon it. It was esters. Yeah. It was esters. Damn it. Um, but yeah, it's a it's it's kind of a dangerous one. Like you can't chug it, but you definitely could drink it pretty quickly. And uh, next thing you know, you're bad, bad, bad nights. But it's very good. I'm a could fan. you pour like a bowl of Count Chocula into it? To I'm sure like a, you could. I'm sure you could. I don't know if it's enough though. How much is a bowl of milk? I, I know think it's less than twelve ounces. Less than twelve. Okay, so there's enough. Yeah. Yeah. I I definitely I'm more of a I I like I like a, a like cereal and then like a sea of milk. That's how I'm. That's how would I like eat cereal. You're having would cake croutons help? Cake croutons may actually help. Yeah, actually. Um. Like if I had a couple cake croutons to drop in this bad boy right now, I think we're talking fives all day. <laughs> like <laughs> it'd be the perfect the, salad. Hashtag bells, let's get on this. Hashtag yes, exactly. We'll put, we'll go we'll go into business together. Um, drinking a little hashtag cake tons. Cake tons. <laughs> <laughs> um, in your in your uh, ex- expedition style, but no, this is very good. Um, yeah, I mean, 
it drinks it drinks really easy for 13.4 percent. i love it um it reminds me it reminds me of like not quite as good because i think old rasputin's delicious but like it reminds me of the same line like those barrel-aged old rasputins and stuff like that um i'm gonna give this a 425 i think it's very good very i'm a big fan i haven't had a barrel-aged stout since Asheville. god so i mean like <laughs> it's been forever um but yeah let's go one let's go one I don't remember any barrel aged stouts I had in Nashville. Didn't wasn't there? A, was it one of the skillet ones? The seasoned skillet? Yeah, that's a good point. That I did forget about that one. How could I? That was there, a good one. There were not many barrel aged things though. I am. I mean, granted, yeah. it's that's true. A hundred bajillion degrees in yeah. North Carolina. Right. It would be cool to go to Asheville then in like December because I'm sure like all those places make pretty good like you know warming beers. Come on down. As long as um, we'll you're not be trying there. to drive on those streets with any snow or sleet, because oh, we're if we go in December, we're Ubering. Oh no. no, I wouldn't even trust an Uber driver in those hills. No, especially a, a North Carolinian. No, absolutely <laughs> not. We're safer driving ourselves drunk. <laughs> <laughs> well, by imagine this the ones is a who live PSA: drinking alone with friends does not uh, condone drinking while driving. So. Yes, very true. But I imagine that the <laughs> ones who live in the mountains are better equipped at the snow. That's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. I mean, they yeah. must they must own plows up there. Them them hill folk own plows. That's also true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like if we can just get an Airbnb like at burial, like <laughs> if there's like a back room or something, we can yes. sleep in one of like the one of like the car things that are out there that you can sit in outside. Well, like we'll like put like windows on it and heat. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, this this hollow out shell of a car. Can you please make it an actual working vehicle now? <laughs> oh uh, man! But no, anyways, I have yes. the um, I have the Eurisco 2022 Stout that I'm looking forward to having. Probably Ooh, okay. letting it age for a little bit, but that was one that I brought home. Yeah, yeah, and actually that was funny. Like this bottle actually says like shelf life unlimited. So oh. I ruined it. I unlimited. ruined it. Unlimited. Become a pharaoh. Become mummified. Throw that in your tomb. <laughs> Some archaeologist 6,000 years in the future. Drink that beer. I, ru- I ruined it. I, you know, it's yeah. not my fault. <laughs> Scrap the whole pyramid idea. <laughs> um, but okay, let me, let me get it up on Untapped here. Okay, so I have it up here. Okay. There are a lot of check-ins. Exactly 16,700 of them. Okay, okay. That is a lot. Um, I think I'm going to be in the high side. Uh, 16,000 is a lot of check-ins. It's going to drag that average down. Um, plus it's Bell's, which is, is, is a good brewery, but I, I don't know. The hot pipe, I don't, I don't know. Is, is there, there's not really hot pipe. It's just a big brewery. Um, it is a good beer. I can see people being like, this is so bad if they don't like barrel aged stuff. Um, so I don't think it's going to be, I don't think it's going to break four, but I don't think it's going to be far off. Um, for some reason, for some reason, I, I just can't kick it. I'm going to say it's a three, eight, five. Like that's just jumping out to me right now. I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. It deserves to be higher. Okay. But I'm saying three, well, eight, five. I will say this from the moment you started talking, I knew you were going to be really way low. Oh, good. Oh, wow. Um, how how far? I cannot believe how high this average is. Oh, no is. way. <laughs> I, with, this is why I, I I ducked over out of the screen, because I was like, I don't want to influence this at no all. No way. Is it really that high? Yeah. Yeah. It's a 4.43. 
Holy shit. I would have never yeah. guessed that. I would yeah. have never guessed that in my entire life. I can't believe it. Like No. I would have I mean, I, I, I would I, I assume I mean, our listeners know from listening to all these episodes and how many wow. times we talk, talk to the averages. But that's like unheard of for a beer with this many check-ins. For 16,000 check-ins? Yeah, that's that is insanely high. Also for a bourbon barrel-aged stout, it's in, right. It's ridiculous. Like that's what IPAs are. Like that's what like treehouse beers are at. This is yeah, that that's insane. <laughs> Holy cow! I mean, like, don't get me wrong; it deserves it. It does. Um, well, actually, technically, I guess I don't think it deserves it, but I'm glad it's not a. Th- you don't. I'm glad it's not a three eight five. Um, I think it's a four and a quarter. I think it's very good. I do think Old Rasputin is better. So there you go. Fight me, bells. What now? <laughs> I would not have thought that I would have gotten the second closest tonight by a long shot. <laughs> I know. I was like, I was like, you almost, almost lost a point. Danger- I- Almost in danger of losing a point. Yeah. I mean, you know, I was in the, 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 the yellow zone, you know. I oh, my God. The, that would have been great if you would have lost a point because the beer was so highly rated. Right. <laughs> it's a 4.9. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Yours uh, goes into purgatory or whatever. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I, I misread it. It was 16.7 check-ins. <laughs> and 16 of them are four, fives, and the point seven is a 4.8. Four point seven five. Oh man! Mm. Wow, that is that is that's one of the highest averages we've had on the show. Yeah, that's, that's like awesome. what I hope. That's like what I hope my Uber driver is, or um, my Amazon product that I'm about to buy. Yeah, exactly. Wow, that's insane. Nice job, Bells. Good job. Yeah. Um, I, but speaking of Amazon products, should we go to handles? I think before we go to handles, there's one thing I wanted to say. Um, about like that I texted you guys related to our our top 35 brewery list that I didn't know which was tired hands which came in really high on our list is actually the inventor of the milkshake IPA them and omnipolo are like co-credited with inventing oh the yeah you IPA. did you did interesting that. I That's did not very know that. cool yeah and uh, so next time I'm in Philly which might be this December who knows um, I will definitely try and and seek them out because that's saying something to be the ones who are gonna be like, you know what, this beer needs lactose, and people be like, that's nuts, that would never work. <laughs> and turns out it did work. I actually do have a bit of a, I don't know if it's a redaction or a correction or an update. You guys tell me. But uh, to, so today on stream, I actually opened up with a burial beer that I talked about last week. Um, because there will always be something more, right? I said it was garbage hot garbage from the can i don't know what happened between then and now because i drank it today and i'm not saying it was phenomenal i'm not saying it was the best beer i've ever had but it was like way 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 better so i wonder if there was like i just had a bad can or if possible yeah if it was just too oxidized when it went through the canning i have no idea but i'm listen it, it 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 made me happy well, it made me happy to drink it on stream when I was like, okay, all right, this I, is good, okay? I can tell you I still have two of these cans, so I'll just bring one the next week's episode, and uh, we'll we'll do it officially. There, there you go. go. The, the tiebreaker. I could see if you were like, yeah, I had this beer one time, it was no good, and I got it another time, and it was much better. But, like, you don't get two beers from this in the same four-pack from different canning right. lines, you know? Right. Like, those beers came out right next to each other. But the beers we were drinking down in North Carolina together all tasted different. And we were sitting one inch separated from each other. Maybe we need to retire. Maybe maybe our tongues are no good at this <laughs> we're anymore. We're done. We're done. Our tongues are, our tongues are over. They're tapping out. 
Yeah. Tapping out. That's it. Dang. Yeah. So I just, you know, update, burial. Maybe you didn't do as bad as I thought. Now, last week, I, I'll stand by the one before. Hot garbage. Finished it. Hot garbage. So, <laughs> but yeah, it was, a, it was a delightful surprise. Delightful surprise. Here we go. Well, thank you for the correction update. Appreciate it. But as I was saying, speaking of Amazon products, um, <laughs> it's time to go over to our freezer of knowledge and take out the frosty mug of wisdom uh, <laughs> with uh, its three handles and fill it up with uh, wisdomy wisdom, advice, hacks, products, things we, things we think our listeners need in their lives. Um, but to get there, we have to traverse through the song from Jordan. Uh, Jordan, take it away. Test your handle. Test your handle. Test your handle. Test your handle. Mug of wisdom! Jordan, as always, wreck my podcast. Check him out there. Um, but Todd, you you earned it this week. Honk 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 honk. Um, man of people, crushing crushing the other two. Gotta say, yeah, it was a pretty decisive win today. It was like mm-hmm. me versus that Uber driver in Asheville. A squash match. Oh God, there not you go. again. All right, uh, let's put it on the board here. <laughs> so he's about to incorporate that. Uh, that, that far tally mark into his collection. <laughs> Couple more. Couple more. Couple more. What happens when I run out of room? Uh, we retire the podcast. That's it. We, yeah, uh, podcast is over. We hang it up. Well, um, I guess we only have four episodes left then. Uh, what are you talking about? We got a whole... We got plenty of room. We got plenty of room. Uh, well, do I get that box below it too or no? We'll no. find out. We'll find out when you get there. Oh, I mean, yeah, we'll find out. I was never. It was never put into purgatory <laughs> for me. Like, I did not get... Point one off, like or one whole point off, like Obert did. Um, so man of people, who's uh, who's wisdoming first? Well, uh, first I'm missing something. He did it. You you want double honks? No, not double honks. I don't, I don't think I got any honks. I don't I don't remember the honks. I remember. Yeah, the honks. don't worry, it's recorded. So next week, so you could text me on Thursday afternoon and be like, I heard him now. Thanks for the honks. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, I will go first this week. Um, circling back to what we started the podcast with, I have I I got this interesting item from a brewer friend of mine, Heath at Problem Solved. He okay. he gifted me a Randall Junior, which is the actual name of the the full name is Randall the Enamel Animal Junior. It is a beer infuser by Dogfish Head. So if you guys know, like if you 
if you have like a water infuser where you put like fruits in and you pour the water yeah, on top yeah, yeah. and there's like a cake like a like a plastic like screen so you don't get like a random raspberry in the back of your throat a membrane there you go so this this is like that except for that it's a it's a glass cup with a top on and then the top screws into another top that has like a screen like a metal screen and you can put different stuff that you want to put in into your beer into the cup pour the beer in um twist the, both the tops on and turn it upside down so the beer gets infused with whatever flavors you're trying to accomplish and then you can open the the, the topmost cap and pour it into a cup and try your beer infused with things so basically kind of like french pressing a beer but without the press right right interesting yeah so so Heath over at Problem Solved uh, heard about my what I was doing with my beer, and he was like, hey, you know, in case you want to try what this beer might taste like and try to get, like, the right cake-to-beer mixture, you know, I have this item that, that um, Dogfish Head gave me because I guess they sell the big randles that attach to your tap line so you can actually infuse your beers as they come out of your tap line oh, with cool. flavors. And so they were trying That's to get cool. him to add... Yeah, so they were trying to get him to add one to his tap room. Um, so they gave him this as like a trial. He obviously did not go in this direction and add it to his his tap list, but he did have this item that he gifted me. Um, if you go on dogfishhead.com, you can buy it for twenty bucks, nineteen ninety nine, and I think it's pretty cool. Um, it's definitely helped me kind of dial in how much cake I want to put into this IPA, and that's how I knew how much beer cake absorbs when it's not dry because <laughs> it absorbs a lot. Do that trial experiment run right right um so i have figured this out now and i need a lot drier cake or a lot less cake than what i expected so thank you to heath from problem solved for gifting me this randall the enamel the enamel animal jr and that's my handle if you would like to try your beers with different types of infusions grab one of these and try it to your heart's content that's cool i like that that's good that's thanks randall yeah Thanks, Randall Senior. He probably doesn't get enough enough yeah. love, to be honest. <laughs> it was just Father's Day. We really should be thanking Randall Senior. Right. That's true. Um, after my handle, I'm gonna give the Frosty Mug of Wisdom over to Obert. Obert, okay. what do you have for the listeners this week? The rare non Chris choice. I like it. I have a movie this week, um, recommended from our uh cinephile of the pod, Jason, who we've talked a little bit about his movie choices before this was one re- recommended to me from him to me and um usually when jason recommends a movie i'm always like okay this is probably gonna be kind of weird but let's try it i out. usually watch them though when he recommends something i usually tune in yeah same here um which is why i checked this one out and it's called everything everywhere all at once oh he recommended this to me i have not watched it yet okay <laughs> Yeah, he texted me. He's like, you got to try this movie. And he gave me very little information. I watched the trailer. I kind of wish I hadn't because it's a movie that is completely random uh, at first at first appearance. And it has probably like a 20 minutes, 20 minutes of setup where we're learning all about uh, the main protagonist. Uh, you know, she's a she's a Chinese immigrant to America who uh, immigrant immigrant. I don't know. We'll never know. But uh, she owns a laundromat with her husband and she's just kind of like discontent with life. And until all of a sudden one day someone shows up and explains how she is the savior of the multiverse. And then from there, the movie is a wild trip. I don't want to say too much more about it, but it explains 
pretty believably why like this random woman is the one who's destined to save the fate of of all of the universes out there and uh it has some pretty good twists and turns i really i really enjoyed it it is a unique movie to say the least uh if you're not into out there films skip this one but if you're open to the idea of a movie like this definitely check it out um everything everywhere all at once like i said i wish i hadn't watched the trailer i'll put it in the show notes if you're someone who doesn't really mind spoilers but um where did you watch it? Because I, I don't know where to watch it. So you can you can buy it on Prime or Apple TV now. That's where you can find it. Okay. Yeah. So check it out there. Um, you might still be able to find it in theaters, but it's like I said, kind of like a more artsy movie that might not be in uh, your smaller theaters. You might have to find like a large Cineplex or like more of an art art house theater to find it. I liked it nonetheless. Uh, Jason, thanks for the recommendation. And uh, yeah, check it out. Meanwhile, um, I think that means it's Chris's turn to fill up our frosty mug with his third handle. Chris, what do you got? All right. So I actually watched a movie recently. I know. Not out of out of character for me. Um, it was an older movie, if it helps any. Uh, Please tell me I, you watch, you finally watched like The Godfather or nope. Goodfellas or Casino or no nope. better better than all those probably Apo- Apocalypse Now. Nope, uh, definitely not that one. Um, it's a little too dark for me, honestly. I want Apocalypse very far away. I don't want it now. Um, but I actually ended up watching uh, Detective Pikachu for the first time. Oh, as nice. A, as a as a Pokemon streamer and uh, Pokemon enthusiast with two kids who are following the same path, um, I, I end up watching. It's it's a very enjoyable movie. I'm not saying it's perfect because it is not. There's definitely some very bad acting, um, but it's really cool to see them interact with like uh, like this these CGI Pokemon, which are like look more realistic than the cartoony versions you get in the games and things like that. Um, the story's also a little. It's fine. It's fine. Okay, it's a kids' movie. It's fine. Um, but overall, it's it's a pretty neat experience if you haven't watched it before. Um, the unfortunate part about having two kids that are obsessed with Pokemon is that that's all we watch. Some days, some days it's just oh, let's put on Detective Pikachu and that's it. That's your day. That's your entire day. Because <laughs> they just like to watch it on repeat. But um, if you if you're into Pokemon and all that fun stuff, uh, it's really kind of cool the way they they made the CGI and how they all interact with one another. Um, so it's worth it's worth a checkout. I think personally, it's it's honestly like maybe like if Godfather is considered one of the best movies of all time, this is like maybe like third you know like right after that's godfather 2 <laughs> right after godfather 2 it's godfather 1 godfather 2 then detective pikachu <laughs> i feel best best movies right, of all time i can feel jason's anger right now as those words are coming oh, out yeah. of your mouth no well jason has given up on me cuz he has not recommended this movie to me so the one that uh, obert was just talking about so jason jason knows i'm a lost cause <laughs> <laughs> I stopped watching movies long ago. I watched Star Wars. That's about it. <laughs> it's very strange that you're you just never become a movie fan. Like with as much fandom as you have for other things, the the weirdest thing I th- I mean, on top of the no, no cheese, no ketchup thing. Well, you know, you know, uh, the problem is that showers just aren't long enough. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, mine are close, but like not quite long enough. Yeah, I th- 
I think if I've been was, if, I've been if, in the if, same house as Chris when he's taken a, a long enough shower to have watched a whole movie. Chris, you need to get get a nice get in the bathtub, light some candles, <laughs> get out the smartphone with the protective case, <laughs> and watch the Godfather. Watch <laughs> Godfather Part Two. I think uh, you need to watch no, part one, though. I mean, it's, it's like one before of those you do this part two. Like, I just got to say, I'm like, I don't hate movies. I just don't go see them. I see. And I think you hate movies. I don't. I just, I don't like going to the movies. I'll, I'll admit that. Like, that, I could do without that. But. but you haven't watched any of the movies that have come out. You know, we just went through a whole you know, pandemic where a lot of the movies were just released on streaming apps. Have you watched any of them? Nope. See, I just. I don't have all the all these apps. How do you how do you pay attention to what play, what plays on what? Well, we have an app, we have a handle for that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'll just have to wait for it, I guess. Oh, and with that, we'd like to thank you all for <laughs> listening. Thank the brewers who provided today's beers. I'll go first. It's no, so snap. weird. Everything's I will think. Backwards. No, no, I'm not. I'm not putting up with this again. <laughs> Thank you for listening. We'd like to thank the Brewers for today's beers. I'd like to thank Switchback for their Switchback Ale. I would like to thank Bells for their Bourbon Barrel Aged Expedition Stout. And I want to thank Meadowlark for their Magic Hobo Monkey. Please make sure you head over to social media and follow us everywhere at DAWF Podcast. Also make sure you hashtag follow the email at DAWFpodcast at gmail.com. Also make sure you head over to Discord and join the live conversation over there with other fans of the podcast and head over to patreon and for as little as a dollar a month you can subscribe and get extra episodes of drinking alone with friends over there uh in addition in case you are cheap and don't want to join people and talk in real time you can head over to apple itunes or spotify and you can leave us a five-star rating and a review which also i know it's i think it's just apple podcasts now oh uh, yes we're getting we're getting we've been doing this for too long that it has changed names but anyways head over there Leave us, a, leave, us a, leave us a five-star rating and a review. And that's just another way that you can uh, help us out and help spread the word. And additionally, if you'd like to just do guerrilla marketing, you know, I don't know if you, if you don't want to give us a dollar, I don't know if you, you want to really help by guerrilla marketing, but you can do that by telling other people as well. Uh, tell everybody you know. Uh, tell your kids who are fan of Pokemon to listen to this podcast too, because we tend to talk about it a lot. Uh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. And with that, my name's Todd. My name's Chris. And I'm Obert. And remember, if you're picking alone, do it with friends. So, like, how do we get, like, if the movie is on YouTube, Chris could technically watch it in the shower. And YouTube has, has a lot of parts, movies there. That's being parts, though. The Godfather Part 1, Part 1. Very good. <laughs> part 1, Part 2. If you do that in, like, 20 to 30 minute increments, then yeah, you're good. We're I golden. Mean, and this, and that's, like, you could just That's what, that's what I call my golden shower, so. You can just pause it during, like, you can just watch it on Netflix and, like, pause it every time you get out of the shower. And Netflix will remember right where you left off. Got is it on YouTube. Netflix? No way to tell. Well, no, I'm just saying other movies. Like, you can do that with almost every movie. <laughs> I, I, I'm a lost cause. I'm a lost cause. There's, and there's, just, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm never going to see. Ad, you just have to accept Chris's movie app. You have to accept That's me for me. Is. They like me like, for me, not because I look like Leonardo or that guy that plays in Fargo. <laughs> <laughs>